2: I'm privileged today to have as my guest on Spirit in Action, Sami Razuli. Sami is an Iraqi-born American citizen who returned to Iraq in the aftermath of the U.S. war there in order to try to help rebuild Iraq. Inspired by the example of the Christian peacemaker teams, he has helped organize the Muslim peacemaker teams. Sami left Iraq in 1976, eventually settling in the Twin Cities and opening Sinbad's, a Middle Eastern restaurant. While visiting Iraq following his mother's death, he was struck by his duty to help rebuild the devastated nation. Inspired by Tom Fox and the other CPT members, Sami organized the Muslim peacemaker teams. One of their first actions was to organize a group of Shia Muslims to help clean up Fallujah a Sunni stronghold. I interviewed Sammy on March seventh, two 2006, during his visit to Eau Claire. Thank you so much, Sammy, for taking the time in your really busy tour schedule to speak to me here for Spirit in Action.
3: My pleasure. Thank you for having me here.
2: I think you just came from Eau Claire Memorial High School, where you spoke to a couple classes. What did they want to know about at the school? The students as well, lots of folks around where I
3: ever go, they are thirsty for information about what's going on in Iraq. So as long they know that, I am a first-hand witness, an embedded witness, Iraqi-American citizen who I'm privileged to be capable to move around Iraq wherever I go. And not only that, I'm maintaining the two ends of that bridge I always I wanted to have between East and West, the bridge that brings the kids of Abraham together
2: where Allah, God, the promise, peace, is forgotten. I think you came to the U.S. about 26, 27 years ago. Lived in the Minneapolis region, didn't you?
3: I left Iraq 1976, about 30 years ago, but I lived in the U.S. since 1986, so it's about 20 years. And most of the time, I lived in Minneapolis area. When I got here, I drove a taxi for a while, Then I opened a Middle Eastern grocery bakery restaurant in the Twin Cities area and I maintained that since 1990 until 2004. In September 2004 I sold the business and I decided to go back home to help the Iraqis which I owe them as relatives, friends, community at the place where I was born and Ibrahim was born in Ur, north of Basra, south in Iraq. That decision came up after I visited Iraq a year before, in November 2003. My mother died on September 12th of 2003, but I couldn't go. I waited two months. Two months later, I was able to visit Iraq after 27 years. The funny about the death of my mother, it's not funny, but Johnny Cash died at the same day. And they both died at the same age. So always I needed that comfort tools to use beyond the imagination of John Lennon. Close my eyes and imagine that both were dating in the Milky Way, singing for her, Boy Named Sue, or Ring of Fire. But she goes, well, Habibi. Habibi is a precious word in Arabic, means darling. But he goes, hey baby, what's up? Hey baby, Habibi, you always wanted to go and visit that prison and sing for the prisoners.
4: I wear the blackened mourning for the lives that could have been Each week we lose a hundred fine young men And I wear it for the thousands who have died Believing that the Lord was on their side I wear it for another hundred thousand who have died Believing that we all were on their side Things need changing everywhere you go. But till we start to make a move to make a few things right, you'll never see me wear a suit of white. Oh, I'd love to wear a rainbow every day and tell the world that everything's okay, but I'll try to carry on. Darkness on my back Till things are brighter I'm the man in black
3: Stop singing now Let me tell you about Iraq Iraq became that huge prison And the yellow water always you wanted to drink The yellow water now It's the fate of the Iraqis In Sadr City alone Populated by a million people Mostly Shiites part of the capital Baghdad are infected by hepatitis A and and typhus. The situation in Iraq became worse and worse every day passes while the occupation continue in Iraq. More than 150,000 maybe 200,000 people innocent people in Iraq got killed as a result of this war and from the other hand men and women in uniform are killed and still getting killed every day and more to come as long the Iraqis see us in the uniform controlling their land in the air in the sea and there is no rebuilt construction the country is going on we failed to secure the country we failed to rebuild the country we failed to have a support of the community and the globe because the naked aggression of that nation who done nothing to us that nation Iraq has no, so whatever, any connection with Al-Qaeda or September 11th. They see us as enemies with naked aggression. We destroyed the infrastructure. We dominating the resources and they got nothing.
2: Are they better off than they were under Saddam? Or were they at least for a while?
3: Well, Saddam, the brutal dictator who crushed his enemies, who are his enemies? His enemies, whether they were Sunnis, Shiites, his brother-in-law, relatives, friends, old friends, Kurds, Arabs, christian he didn't care. He wanted only the power to be maintained, the power to be his. He was a secular. He was not a sectarian. But under his regime, if you didn't step on his toe, you were secured, you had your job. You have your clean water, you have your electricity which is today only 3.7 hours out of 24 hours in a day. Is this a liberation? Is this a kind of rebuild that the U.S. bragging about? We are making progress. What kind of progress? The reason for us to be there for a certain mission, what is it? The weapon of mass destruction which is not there. And when that reason was not there, we came with another reason, the link of the previous regime with Al-Qaeda or the link with the September 11th and those proven not by this September 11th 9-11 Commission report and they said well let's get rid of Saddam and they did Saddam is in trial right now and his government in detention and Ba'ath party is not there anymore in power but Ba'athis are underground reorganizing next door Syria is ruled by Ba'ath party Ba'ath actually they are Cross Arabia, there are in Lebanon, in Mauritania, in Sudan, everywhere there, as a political party. Why we're doing there, and what's our mission? To spread democracy, have the first election, write the constitution, have the other election, all happened. Then why we are there? We are there to prevent a civil war. We created mess, a mess, a big mess, and Iraqis are frightened. I can assure you, I heard over and over Iraqis said, we wish Saddam never gone. They hated him. But to compare the situation by his time and this time, the U.S. occupation time, no. Far, far away better was Saddam's and his regime for the Iraqis. And I'm sorry to tell you this. He was just a dictator. He was a friend of our government for many, many years. He was about to be toppled in 91 by Iraqis but the U.S. helped him to restore his government. There is no light at the end of the tunnel for the Iraqis. And they are desperately need the occupation to be ended because the Iraqis are split whether they like Saddam or not, just like George Bush here. But they are all united against the occupation. is bad. You, me, George Bush himself, doesn't like to be occupied by a foreign country. And imagine if it happens, what will be the reaction of the Americans.
2: You've been there for at least the last year or so. Have the opinions of the Iraqi people changed significantly since the original attack on Iraq back in 2003? Was it viewed much more favorably when originally Saddam was being toppled? Well, I was, as a Muslim
3: peacemaker team and peace activist, I always was and still against violence Saddam he will not stay there forever him or his kids but Saddam could be negotiated with could be pressured have the people the chance help the people peacefully change I met those members of the Iraqi National Foundation Congress headed by Sayyid jawad al Khalisi. I met with the scholars political science professors who formed this Congress and they said we chose to oppose the previous regime within Iraq not from outside Iraq we couldn't leave because we didn't have the money but we sent the letter to the previous president and tell him that they were opposing his policies domestically or the international foreign policy that the Saddam government was adopting, and we told him we would like to be opponent Opposition, peaceful opposition, and we have to communicate and address issues that we held those issues important for our people and the future of the people. It worked. They were back and forth, talking to the government, meeting with the government without any form of violence. But the other opposition who lived in exile, they chose to be in exile and they collaborated with the U.S. government and U.K. to come with them with the occupation, with the invasion and they did divide the Iraqis like the Kurdish and the Shiites decided to support the occupation but the Sunnis opposed not only the Sunnis, lots of Shiites like Sayyid Muqtada al-Sadr he's a young Shiite cleric who has millions of supporters until now he is against the occupation and there are many Kurds also, again the occupation, so when I'm talking about the people or the political parties who sided with the occupation, they were expatriates who lived in the US and UK and some other parts of Europe In Iran too, they decided to come with the occupation, topple Saddam, change the regime but the situation resulted as consequences for the occupation is really bad and people are suffering There are about 34,000 Iraqis are detained by the U.S. and Iraqi forces alone. Prisons in Iraq are not enough now. The U.S. is using secret prisons beside Guantanamo and other places in Europe and somewhere else, probably in Afghanistan too. We keep getting those information from memos leaked from this administration or Downing Street in U.K. The healthcare is going to the drain because... As a result of the looting, stealing, and the failure to restore the conditions that need to be repaired in the hospitals, the water treatment plants, the national electricity grids are still behind and never taken care of them. The reconstruction of the country, nothing happened. Beside the corruption, stealing Iraqi monies, and the Iraqis don't see the revenue of the oil that sold for the last three years, we don't know the numbers. We don't know where the funds was, hundred fifty to hundred fifty million dollars every day. Oil sold, but Iraqis have know this because the employment rate runs between sixty to seventy percent. Only jobs available are police forces, or military personnel, or Iraqi intelligence agency. And those, as average person, who joined to those forces, to those agencies, get about an average of $200 a month. And they need this 200 to survive, to support the family. And those three agencies are primary target to be attacked by the resistance forces. As you see and hear the news, every day there are tens of victims fell, killed, as well, American forces get killed and injured too for the last three years we have more than 2300 men and women in uniform got killed and more of 15,000 get injured beside the soldiers who come home with psychological damage. Kids the most affected part in that Iraqi ill society women too. Women have no chance to work they cannot be police or in the army so they sell their body unfortunately There are thousands of them out of the country, whether in Iran, Jordan, or Syria. They work as prostitutes. This is the consequences of the invasion.
2: I think for a lot of us in the United States, it's kind of difficult to understand the fighting that's going not only against the U.S., but I think back and forth between Shia and Sunni Muslims. Is there long-standing enmity between those groups and maybe the Kurdish and others? Is that not true or is that something that's more a function of the occupation? Again, as an Iraqi,
3: I never felt
2: being from the South. I'm considered a Shia. I was born
3: as a Shia. But it never been the case to be identified by my background religion or faith or sect. Never. Iraq... Her people, for many years, different people, Sunnis, Shias, Muslim, Christian, Jews, Kurdish, Erman, Sabia, Baptist, they are there for centuries. And I would like to remind the listeners that Hammurabi lived and born in Iraq and delivered the code of law first time in the history, in that piece of land, in Babylon. So, This ancient nation, which share the same consciousness with everybody else in this universe, they never have this problem until the occupation took place. Because as I said, the occupation needed allies and they chose the Kurds as a minority and the Shiites. They told the Iraqis, you are not one people. You are Sunnis and Shiites and Kurds. And Saddam was Sunni. So go ahead now, it's your time. Go get the Sunnis. But the Sunnis are saying we were victim too of that regime. We are related to the Shiites. We have the interracial, whether it's tribal or intermarriage, and the faith. Imam Ali, he is the so-called leader of the Shiites. And he accepted to be the fourth Khalifa after the death of Prophet Muhammad. And the fourth Khalifa was the follower of Allah and the Prophet Muhammad. That means the leader of the Shia was Sunni too. Because what Sunnah means? Sunnah means the path of Allah and his Prophet Muhammad. And Muhammad never claimed originality by Islam. Muhammad always referred, and this is the verses in Quran. It says, go and read the Torah, what Moses had to say, and read the Bible where Jesus had to say So the message was one, God was one, and we are one people, we all the kids of Abraham again
5: And once again we gather here as the night grows long deep in the year it is a season of light. A prayer and fasting And the endless longing for love everlasting All the children of Abraham All the children of Abraham And we are Isaac On the mountaintop By the hand of God May the killing stop Faith without measure Hope without end But it is love will make the nations bend all all the children of Abraham 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 And he said there is but one and He said there is but one His name is Allah His name is Yah His name is Jesus His name is God All the children of Abraham dark December As we look onward Let us remember We share this history We share this place We share this moment We ask for grace All All the children of Abraham 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 Jew.
0: We are Christian.
5: We are just me and you, all the children of Abraham, all the children of Abraham, all the children. Of
3: So that means a Shia not only a Sunni recognition of Judaism and Christianity too, within Islam. So Islam is an extension to all those divine religions. And when I run that restaurant, Simbad, I always quizzed my customers, asking them, why do you think Allah, God, sent all his messengers to Middle East? And when they fail to answer, I them because the food is good.
2: I agree. As a matter of fact, I've been a vegetarian for about 30 years, and I discovered falafel along the way, amongst other things. I'm sorry I never get a chance to go to Sinbad to take part in your food. Did your work in the restaurant, did it prepare you for this spiritual work as part of the Muslim peacemaker teams? How did you get prepared to do something, to put your life on the line like that?
3: When I decided to go back, I didn't have any idea what I'm going to do. But I was motivated to go because the scene of the destruction of the war kept hunting me down. So when I went there, just coincidentally, I met the CPT in Karbala, CPT members. I never had any idea who are those. Then I learned they are Quakers, Mennonites, and members of the Church of Brethren. And they told me, we are there just to... Tell the Iraqis this war is not in our name.
5: See the plane in the distance See the flame in the sky See the young ones running for cover The old ones wondering why they tell us that the world is a dangerous place We live in a terrible time But in Hiroshima, New York, or in Baghdad It's the innocent to die for the crime Not in my name Not in my name Not in my name Not in my name Witnesses watch through the window Their hearts locked in horror and pain At the man lying strapped to a gurney As the poison is pumped through his veins And I'm wondering who are the prisoners Who holds the lock and the key Who has the power over life, over death When will we finally be free Not in my name Not in my name my All your holy wars Your jihads Your crusades I have been used as inspiration I've been used as an excuse For the murder and the misery you've made I thought I made it clear in the Bible In the Torah and in the Koran What is it in my teaching about loving your enemies That you people don't understand Not in my name
3: We are there to promote peace and friendship and the sense of community. It's not only community, a certain community in the city of Baghdad or in any city, in River Falls or in Luck or uh, Eau Claire. In Wisconsin, no, it's the human community, it's the global community which rejecting that naked aggression because the naked aggression is against the 4th Geneva Convention beside the Charter of United Nations. It's against the international law. You cannot simply go because you feel powerful and attack people, strip away their security, their dreams, their future. So the CPT were there to demonstrate the real teaching of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And they were like an army armed with love because peace, Allah, justice was within them. When they walk, rejecting any protection, any escort of any Iraqi forces or American forces. And they were winning and still winning the hearts and minds of Iraqi people. They are the army. They are the soldiers of God. They are not those army armed with weapon, which repeatedly they say, that army is the army of Rumsfeld and George Bush. The big difference. Them, for not being Iraqis like myself, this is my primary reason to be born in Iraq, and I had to feel the duty to go that part of the world and try to help. But they crossed the ocean, coming not to where they were born. No to work for peace and they help us to define and create the new organization which is the first in the Arab Muslim arena called Muslim peacemakers team. They awaken that giant culture of peace within us because when they were there then I remembered Islam is submission for non-violence because submission to Allah submission to peace and Allah has 99 names 99 attributes among them peace justice and the truth al-haq al-adil al-salam so salam is not just greeting muslims exchange salam with each other exchange greetings with salam is the goal shalom is the goal peace is the goal so we've been doing a lots of peace work a lots of shalom work cpt and pt christian peacemakers team and muslim peacemakers team together in iraq to bring the people together removing all kind of psychological barriers that the occupation brought that the occupation tried to divide using the old imperial strategies by dividing people and conquer so we're working in Fallujah and Najaf in Karbala and Baghdad and other places at the Syrian borders to bring people together to exchange love, respect and share the vision for a bright future help the people to understand this dilemma is something temporary. It's not what all mankind all about. What we see today, it's distortion for the truth, distortion for Salam, distortion for Allah. At the end of the day, whether we like it or not, sooner or later, we all will get together on the same table as Ibrahim kids, as even Adam kids, and realize that it eternal truth, the eternal salam, that we
2: are together
3: and we are one.
2: I've read up a little bit about what you've been doing there in Iraq, in the various cities where you've been working, including humbling yourself to do garbage collection. What are the main tasks that you, as part of the Muslim Peacekeepers Team and the Christian Peacemakers Team, what kind of actions have you actually been doing? And do your lives get threatened? Is it dangerous to you to be there? Danger we cannot escape
3: danger. We cannot avoid any critical situations as far as killing area or military operations. We were moving from place to place, but we were guarded as soldiers of Allah, of God, by peace. And usually fear and peace don't meet. So we were not fearless, but we were peaceful inside. We are human being. So we get nervous and afraid sometimes, but we try to have that way of Allah, of God, of peace within to be the dominating force to move around and accomplish the peace work. The major work that we have done together, the Christian Peacemakers team and ourselves, the Muslim Peacemakers team, was on May 6, 2005, when we went in Fallujah, showed up in that street in 7 Nisan, uh, Saba Nisan, April 7, and we started sweeping, mopping the streets, collecting garbage knocking at the doors we were 15 men and women from Najaf and Karbala with 3 CPTers was Douglas Pritchard from Canada he was co-director from Toronto office Tom Fox from Virginia and Sheila Provencher. she was from Boston they were with us for about an hour we, we <laughs> worked hard First, the Fallujahs thought we are there for pictures. They didn't know who we are. When they, we told them we are from Najaf and Karbala and Canada and US, we are your brothers and sisters. Like we just touched at that human side, which, if there are any differences in the color or faith, were gone. The action removed all the barriers. They cried. They invited us to pray with them. We did. They invited us to eat with them in their houses. And we did. They gave us gifts, the Holy Book of Quran. They give us each one copy, and they give us twenty copies: ten for Imam Hussein in Karbala, and another ten for Imam Ali the Father in Najaf. It was a successful celebration, getting everybody together. It was a huge success. But before this, Cliff Kendi, one of the CP tears, in a previous visit, he suggested to the Imam of one mosque that. We were intended to go and rebuild a house. We told the imam that we didn't have money, but we would like to participate with physical labor to rebuild a destroyed Fallujah house to show the rest of the world, Shia, Sunnah, Muslim, Christian, together with the Fallujah in solidarity. The sheikh rejected the idea. He was not happy. He said, you want the media to cover three Christian?" To show that Christians are peace loving nation, peace loving religion, they came to rebuild Fallujah. Where were the media when the Jewish Christian army crushed the city twice and destroyed 75% of its people, of its buildings, houses, the media were not there. Now you see the pictures coming out that army used gas, they used white phosphorus material as a weapon to kill I'm sorry to tell you, I don't like the idea because it's not fair. Then Cliff said, your point, Imam, Sheikh, is well taken. We left, but when we came back and showed up at that glorious day when we did garbage collecting, the Sheikh he came with a big smile on his face. He said, congratulations, your work is excellent. When we went to pray with them, he changed his sermon, the khutbah, on that Friday, the 6th of May, to a unity speech which was a very touching moment. There were about 2,000 worshipers in that mosque looking for us to see who are those who came to do that cleaning job. Then we decided to line up at the end of the sermon at the exit door and greet each person who was leaving and they made sure to hug us, kiss us in tears and they were saying, Congratulations, thank you for coming here. We were the host,
2: and they were like the guest. It was a beautiful moment. Was that both the MPT and the CPT folks that were taking part in that? It was Tom Fox there and other folks. I was under the impression that they wouldn't have been admitted into the mosque. Tom Fox,
3: Sheila, and Doug, they were with us, but they were in the mosque sitting in the office. They were not worshiping with us. They did worship in the office, the way they choose. But they were with us in the cleaning job. They were with us when we went to eat, and they were handed gifts of the Holy Quran by Mr. Kubaisi, Sheikh Kubaisi at that time. Then after that, we learned al Kubaisi was arrested by the U.S. forces.
2: Do you have any ideas, Sammy, why the Christian Peacemaker teams, folks were taken hostage, were abducted? Do you know which factions or people might have wanted to do that? The group called themselves the Swords of the Righteousness,
3: Suyuf al-Haqq. They are not known by any Iraqi. We don't know. It could be anybody. These kidnapping, it's so widely happening in Iraq. My nephew was kidnapped last summer, and he was release for a ransom $80,000 his mother and father couldn't pay the ransom so they had to sell their house to pay the ransom the interior minister mr solag his sister was kidnapped many diplomats were kidnapped among the kidnaps also journalists like jill carroll still kidnaps scientists academics the crime of kidnapping either it's political or for money to build the pressure on the Iraqi society and also from the other side to build pressure on the American government and the Iraqi government to end the occupation if it was political action. But Iraqis are perceiving this war, which is war against terror, it's actually war against Muslims and Islam, unfortunately. And the U.S., as long as it's failing in its strategy against the terror or so-called violence or so forth should be end and rewrite new strategies. And also we should know Iraqi problem or the Iranian problem or the Syrian problem. And who next? We don't know. But those are not the real problem in Middle East. Middle East, the real problem is Israeli-Palestinian struggle. And that should be addressed with a fair Strategy that deal with both, with dignified solution. We cannot be honest broker when we side all the way toward Israel, to fund Israel indefinitely, with all what they need, billions of dollars, and give them the technology, the weapon they need, while the Palestinians are defend-less, they use their bodies to defend themselves. And unfortunately it's working, it's getting resolved, and it's spreading around in Chechnya, in Iraq, in Afghanistan. The violence, if you may like to call it in Iraq or in Afghanistan, the insurgency, it's increasing. And that adds another reason for our policies that it's failing in that area. The constitution is good, but we should rewrite our foreign policies. We should rewrite how we look at the other part of the world, whether it's in Iraq, in Palestine, in Afghanistan. We should not dictate those nations. We should hold them as partners and making policies with respect. We should give and restore the respect to the United Nations. Kofi Annan is not controlling United Nations as the president of the whole world. We are bullying this institution and other institutions. We are bullying Europe. If France doesn't like our policies, we change the name of the French fries. Mr. Bolton was rejected to be our ambassador in the United Nations. The U.S. president hired him actually to bully the United Nations and other nations' representatives in that body, in that institution. We should change this and stop practicing the imperial strategy that became old enough while we are living in our 21st century, the 3rd millennium. We should have our head practice more role rather than our iron fist in dealing with the problems. The dialogue should be our tool to talk with the others when problems arise. Also, the diplomacy. We don't see diplomatic communication with the others. We tell them just like Saddam was telling his people, you are with me or against me.
2: I'm pretty sure that a lot of people in the United States have a very poor understanding of Muslim practice and beliefs and theology. I think a lot of people mistakenly believe that Islam is a violent religion and certainly, just like there are many Christians who believe that, there are probably Muslims who believe in using violence. What does the Quran teach about violence? What did you learn growing up as a Muslim about violence and when it was appropriate to do it or not?
3: Bismillah Rahman ar-Rahim. in the name of God, the most gracious, the most merciful. I am the Father and the Father is in me John fourteen eleven. We created man, and we know what his soul whispers within him, and we are nearer to him than his jugular vein. Quran fifty sixteen. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Matthew five nine. Make peace between your brethren, and fear God, so you will obtain mercy. Quran forty nine ten. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Matthew five forty four forty five. 45. Do not hate one another, and do not be jealous of one another, and do not boycott one another, and be servants of God as brethren. Hadith of Bukhari, seventy eight fifty seven. Those are parallel sayings of Quran and the Bible. The real source of information about the Christianity and Islam to teach mankind. Islam is continuation of the same message. We just need to go back and learn about this more. As I indicated in the beginning, to be a Muslim, to be committed and submitted to non-violence. There is no such thing of violence in Islam. The violence we see from some fanatics whether they are Jewish, Christian, or Muslims. We cannot afford to let them define our religions. We cannot. And those parallel sayings I just recited for you. They are there and several books available if you go online and Google Joey Green who successfully wrote many books about Jesus, Moses, and Muhammad, and found the common commitment for peace, for the promise, for Allah, for God. If you are really interested to know what about all Islam, you just go and search, and you will find the truth, rather than you listen to the distorted messages, and the people who cater for hatred and animosity, and wage wars, As I stated in the beginning, I am privileged to be born where Abraham was born, my father and your father and their fathers. And beyond that, the global family, whether Muslims or not, Christian or not, Jewish or not, we are one. And we need to find this eternal truth. Through this journey from birth to death, we have this chance to find about it. So we grow up. We need to use our head rather than that, our hands. We need to grow up.
2: Sammy, I think you mentioned to me that you had a friendship with Tom Fox and the other CPT members. And you mentioned that you wrote a piece dedicated to him, to Tom Fox. Would you care to share that with our audience?
3: My pleasure. Tom Fox, you are a man, bravery looks for you. A man of tranquility and a man who is too kind. You are the art and the art is you, often quiet. You keep to yourself chuckling (laughs) occasionally, but to no one else. You are a wise man beyond belief who will not rest until the people are relieved. You were with me in Fallujah where houses were crumbling beyond repair where we witnessed dry tears on the cheeks of children who gave an agonized glare. Arms wide open, you were there, and Najaf brothers and sisters standing by the shrine awaited you to cook in peace and add just a hint of lime. In Karbala, friends look for you with tears on faces. As they were in danger, they ask why we were late. But they were welcoming, and never knew Tom as a stranger. At the Syrian borders, arm reached out into the sky, while smiles grew huge, as they, refugees, saw you and I. You were there in the desert, the sand, the dust, and the rocks, in no man's land. We are looking for you, looking for the fox. But you were there in Baghdad, Karada, you were there just like a father, brother, or a son. You were there detained. Friends, families, and small children see you in captivity and grow emotionally drained. Struggling to define and to connect the dots, you, her, him, them, us, and all other particles in the universe tour the eternal truth, looking for salam. Tom, my friend, it's up to you to come back so we can get on the road again, the road for peace. And if you don't choose to come back, my friend, we will meet again as we rest in peace. As the Iraqi kids roar, as the young lines. I promise your message will be delivered across the horizon. Oh Fallujah, don't cry for me. Minnesota Baghdad, Najaf Karbala, don't cry for me, Virginia. I am already here. You were there. You are here. Please keep her meat. Norman, Jim and Tom in your thoughts and prayers.
2: Thank you for that, Sammy. I know you have to run off to another place very soon. Is there anything more that you can share to help invite other people to participate in your peace witness, ways that they can help from here or maybe as part of the work taking place in Iraq?
3: Where peace and fear don't meet, never meet. I'm saddened, I see the people of the United States are dominated by the fear factor. Please seek salam within you so you'll be able to speak out and tell the truth and be connected with all your brothers. Color should not be the fence. Belief should not be the barrier. Go cross the borders and look for bridges so you get in touch with Salam,
2: Shalom, and peace everywhere. Thank you, Sammy, for taking the time to be here today, and thank you for your work. May Allah go with you as you do this work across this nation and in Iraq. Thank you for having me and thank you for this opportunity.
6: Students in Ohio, 200 yards away, shut down by a nameless fire, one early day in May. Some people cried out angry You should have shot more of them down But you can't bury youth, my friend Youth grows the whole world around It could have been me But instead it was you So I'll keep doing the work you were doing As if I were to. I'll be a student of life, a singer of songs, a farmer of food, and the rider of wrong. It could have been me, but instead it was you, and it may be me, dear sisters and brothers, before we are through. But if you can die for freedom, 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 if you can die for freedom, I can too. The junta took the fingers from Victor Harder's hands. They said to the gentle poet, play your guitar now if you can. Well, Victor started singing until they shot his body down. You can kill a man, but not a song when it's sung the whole world around. And it could have been me. But instead it was you so I'll keep doing the work you were doing As if I were to. i I'll be a student of life A singer of songs A farmer of food And a writer of wrong It could have been me But instead it was you And it may be me Dear sisters and brothers Before we are through But if you can sing for freedom, 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 if you can sing for freedom, I can too. A woman in the jungle, so many wars away, studies late into the night, defends a village in the day. Although her skin is golden, like mine will never be. Her song is heard, and I know the words, and I'll sing them till she's free. It could have been me, but instead it was you. So I'll keep doing the work you were doing as if I were to. I'll be a student of life, a singer of songs, the farmer of food, and the writer of wrong. It could have been me, but instead it was you. And it may be me, dear sisters and brothers, before we are through. But if you can work for freedom, 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 freedom i That I've been seeing.
2: You've been listening to an interview with Sammy Razuli of the Muslim Peacemaker Teams. Music featured in this program has included Man in Black by Johnny Cash, Children of Abraham by John McCutcheon, Not in My Name, also by John McCutcheon, and It Could Have Been Me by Holly Near. You can hear this program again, see information on it, and on other programs, via my website, northernspiritradio.org. The theme music for Spirit in Action is I Have No Hands But Yours by Carol Johnson. Thank you for listening. I welcome your comments and stories of those leading lives of spiritual fruit. You can email me at helpsmeet at usa.net. May you find deep roots to support you and grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action.
0: I have no higher call for you than me to love and serve your neighbor, enjoy selflessness. To love and serve your neighbor, enjoy selflessness.